Hey, Chosen Chosen Fam. Fam. I'm Liz. I'm Sarah. And welcome to Season 8 of the Tell Me About It podcast. In this season, we're bringing you more special guests, new topics, and the first ever Chosen Girl book club, which will take place at the end of each month. We know there's so much value in studying the Word, and we're excited to dive in to learn more about God and His call for our lives in a new way. If you aren't caught up, please feel free to subscribe and binge our first seven seasons wherever you find your podcast. And if this podcast has impacted you, we would be honored if you would rate us within your podcast app of choice. Grab your Chick-fil-A sweet tea and nuggets with us, and let's let's get get this party started. You know what? What? It is really Tell Me About It Tuesday. It is. Girl, it's been so long. (laughs) So good morning, everyone. Good morning. Yes. Well, you're actually recording this on the morning of Tell Me About It Tuesday. It's such a nice, like, switch to switch it up. I know. Like, we rarely, it's been a long time since we've been able to do this. I know. But I'm glad we're back. Also, I miss the early days of hugs and nugs. Me too. But Liz and I, which y'all know, if you've heard us talk about this on the podcast, like we see each other every single Friday night for Mm -hmm. our friend group, um, which we have comically named the Mickey Mouse Crack House. Yes. Like there's no context. Like that's just what the group chat's called. Yep. Yep. So there's ever any mention of any kind of crack house. I can assure you that there are no drugs involved. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're all sober living here. Yes. Yeah. Yes. We're just um, just crazy people that, that love each other in the Lord. Absolutely. It's a good time. And for some reason, it has a spin, a Disney spin. True. With, I don't know we're how. We're not even Disney adults. <laughs> we're, we're not. That's the weird thing. I don't even know how it happened. I just remember we had, we changed our group picture. If you're an iPhone person, you know. Yeah. Um, to the, that weird drawing of Mickey Mouse. I don't yes. even remember how that happened. DJ did that. Yeah. That's we should have DJ on the podcast. We should. Yes. Y'all would love DJ. He's great. He really is. He's going through seminary right now as yeah. um, y'all have met Riley, mm-hmm. my cousin-in-law and our friend <laughs> who comes on the podcast um, and his wife, Michaela as well, who has been on here um, for a relationships panel. Yeah. We've had before. They're lovely. Yeah. If you were, if you were here about this time last year and you remember when we did our round table discussion and if you liked yes. it, let us know. For sure. It'd be so funny to bring that back. Do it again. And also, just a little, this is like Chosen Girl, um, like town council meeting. Mm-hmm. Next week, we're sliding in another Chosen Girl book club. Mm-hmm. There's four months in our season. And for some reason, we had only chosen three books. I don't know why we did that. I don't know. We're, we humans, were like, y'all. yeah, this is good. Yep. Um, so we have another book that we have referenced here on the podcast Mm -hmm. and it's by our queen, Lisa Bevere. Wonderful. Who lives just down the road. She does. We love that. And it's the book that we both read. I believe it was this time last year after we went to women of joy, um, which is an incredible conference. Uh, Linus rising. It was, yeah, I read it over the summer and I loved it. Yes. Same here. And I think, I think you all will love it too. I mean, it's. It's a book that really talks about um, what's the best. I'm trying to think the, the best way to put it without giving too much of it away, but just the 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 power the what like what God has called you to the role of and, a female. It, yes, like as a woman. God. Yes, and I think sometimes that's a especially here in the South. I feel like that's a big like 
a big conversation of what it is and was it what it isn't. Yeah. But I really loved her approach to it. Um, and so I think that Yule would really enjoy the book. It's a pretty quick read, too. Yeah, it's a super quick read because you won't be able to put it down. It's a very easy read just mm-hmm. because she is so conversational and real and relatable. Mm-hmm. Um, and she is... I, th- I think she may even refer to herself as this, like, your fairy godmother. Like, yeah. like we need more godmothers in the faith of, like, women. Like, of course, there's, like, women supporting women, you know. And, and I don't think that's wrong at all doing that, like, between ages here. Mm-hmm. So I'm not dogging on that. But I'm saying what we need to be doing is, like, stewarding the next generation as well. Which For may sure. not be something that is done as well. So, like us looking to our college and high school friends and the generation above us looking to us because we're all just out here trying to mm-hmm. thrive and survive and it's really hard. Mm-hmm. And it's also really hard with, you know, there's so many verses in the Bible that were written, you know, thousands of years ago that even though they do apply to culture and to people today, mm-hmm. it sometimes is hard to apply that to what the culture meant back then. So like the way that she explains the whole debacle of the verse wives submit to your husbands, Mm -hmm. because I feel like that's probably the most like alarming verse that mentions females in the Bible. Um, And, and I don't even like sometimes when I see somebody's going to start preaching on that, like my skin starts to crawl a little bit Yeah, because it has been extremely misconstrued throughout history. But the way that she handles it, it's great. Oh my, God. It's great. I, it's such a good read, and I think y'all will really, really love it. I'm so excited to talk about it. Yeah, so it's super short. You can find it on Audible, Libby. Order it on mm-hmm. Amazon. It'll be to you in a couple days. Yeah. Um, and if you see that that's going to air next week and you haven't read it yet, like just press pause on the episode and go watch it, go listen to another one. So. And I'm also going to put in a shameless plug. Like, once again, use your local library system. If you like reading or you like audiobooks, yeah. there's a whole online portal for that where you can get them for free. It's yes, free. Yeah. You may have to wait a couple weeks for a popular book. But to know that you can essentially have Audible for free, if that's a more affordable option and makes sense for you, just know that's out there. So check out your local library. Absolutely. Also, Audible, I've been loving lately because they have a lot of classics on there mm-hmm. for free. So I'm listening to Anne of Green Gables right now. Wow. With, guess who it's narrated by? Oh, no. You told me. Oh, it's such a good thing. Oh, uh, my gosh. Rachel McAdams. That's right, because I guessed Reese Witherspoon. Yes, that's right. That's that, a good guess. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of classics on there, like all the George Orwell, you know, uh, Pride and Prejudice, Jane uh, Austen works, all yes. that's on there for free. And so uh, me being an ex-English teacher, I'm really enjoying it. I've never read Anne of Green Gables, so I'm I super excited. Either. It is such a great book. It is so okay. good. I have I'm like added an to hour my list. Left. I can't wait to finish it. See, I'll... Okay, I was talking to a friend of mine that's in graduate school right now, and I really did not enjoy reading while I was in graduate school. Yeah. So if you were if you were in the season of life where you are a student right now, don't feel bad that you're like I don't have it in me to read one more book. We understand, but oh yeah, just fall, listen to us talk about it for real, <laughs> honestly. But also, it was so nice to fall back in love with reading again. Yes. And I, you know, I kind of got down on myself last year. I was like, man. I haven't read hardly anything this year. And I was like, I think all I read was like 16 books. I was like, that's not that many. And but then girl, that's like one over one book a month. You're okay. <laughs> I, you know, it was better th- than I have been, but I'm also friends with a lot of readers that are like, are my goal is to read 52 books this year, a book a week. But then I, then I had a moment and I was like, we read the Bible. That's 66 books. <laughs> yes. yes but, but the thing is, is like, it's, 
I'm thankful that it's now become something that's like a relaxing thing and not out of obligation and reading things for fun. Um, so if you are, if you don't love reading, it's a okay. But if you are looking to, you know, there's lots of resources out there that you can utilize for that's and audiobooks are reading. I will just throw that out there. Oh, Some yeah. people don't believe it is, but I'm like, you're taking in information. So it's just another little little piece of joy. Yes, I completely agree. Mm-hmm. Oh, so there's some construction going on next door on the terrace. Oh. <laughs> and let me tell you, they have incredible taste in music, and they be bumping it loud. Okay. Great. I was like, am I hearing things? <laughs> They're also like avid smokers, which no hate oh. to the smoker community. <laughs> Even though it's destroying your body. <laughs> it is pretty bad but, for you. But it, the smells are really something. Oh. Really, mm. I can smell through my window. Wow. This sounds like very, like, New York things. We're in Lebanon, Tennessee. That's true. Like, <laughs> that is true. Be like, on the terrace outside my window, like, it's just a public square area. Take so. me back. I love New York. Oh, my gosh. I haven't been. Well, August will make it a year since I've been, and you know i got to make an annual trip. So Hunter and I are trying to. Yeah. To plan accordingly. As but um, another thing, just last last uh, bullet in the town council meeting, Liz and I were literally just briefly mentioning what would you guys think about posing some maybe more theological, deeper questions mm-hmm. about our faith and us talking through them together and researching through them together in yeah. the podcast? Because we are not theologians, but we also do have brains, and mm-hmm. we can... And we have, like, the internet, and we have yeah, wise counsel. Yeah. Yeah. There's so many resources. So we can try to maybe dive into those. Y'all know we don't like to get controversial, even though we did last week. We did. And I loved it, For good honestly. reason. Yes, for the sake of the children. That's right. That's right. I hope... And if, if you haven't listened to that episode, A, go back and listen to it. B, if you have listened to that episode, have you emailed your representative or senator yet? Yeah. And even I have. I haven't heard back. Same, same. But that's okay. That's okay. It is recorded and it's out there. But um, regardless of how, how you feel about it or how you feel about multiple things, mm-hmm. it doesn't just have to be about the issues that we discussed last week. It could be about anything you care about. Yeah. But um, be, being an active citizen um, is so important. So I encourage yes. you to do so. Amen. So today we're bringing you a little Lent recap. So last week was Easter. Yes. Yes. I'm so thankful. Like, do you ever, let me preface this with this Easter season has been so interesting to me because for the first time and maybe ever, it hasn't really felt super Eastery. Yeah. It snuck up. It really did. And it's not that I didn't enjoy like, or I say enjoy, but like appreciate going through Lent and everything, but it for some, I don't know if it was just like the speed in which it came or if it was, you know, maybe just being distracted by all the other things in life that's going on. And it caused me to take a moment and be like, it's okay that if it didn't feel, feel super Eastery. Yeah, it Christmas does, can be like that too. Yes. It does not take away from the power of Jesus rising again over, you know, defeating death in the grave. Like, yes. regardless of how I feel about it, he is still good. That's so true. And... I think sometimes we feel so obligated to be in certain spirits during, during certain seasons. And it's not like we get to turn our, our, our life off or the normal things in our life or the abnormal things that distract us from everything else. Yeah. And so regardless, it's just a moment of like, wow, those 40 days went by a little faster than I thought that Boy, they, they would. they did, for real. But there were, some, there were some days, in case you didn't know, so I gave up online shopping for Lent. 
which was low key rough. Yeah, I was about to say, tell us about that. <laughs> but <laughs> you know, it's one of those things where you go back to your shopping cart. And so I will say that it does help. I have this three day rule, which is if I want something and it's over a certain dollar amount, I will wait three days. If I'm actively thinking about it for three days, if it's like not like really expensive, then yeah. I'll just buy it. It keeps me from impulse buying. But it's like them shopping carts were stacking up. And then when I went back to look at them, I was like, how much of this stuff did I actually want? Mm, that's so true. And so it, it really caused me to take a moment to pause and think about um, multiple things. One of the things reminded me of um, whenever reading the explicit gospel. And there's a, there's a prayer in there where he's saying, like, when you pray for your food, are you thanking God for how easy it is? And yeah. that kept coming back to mind through, through Lent and, like, through times when me I was too, like, Liz. it's so good. Y'all, if you didn't read that one, please go back. It was so good. Yes. But just in thinking about, wow, it was, it's so easy here for us here in America, especially to get things yeah. whenever and however we want. I'm like, you want a Kiwi in the dead of winter? You got it. Like, know. you know, if you, if you need a new dress, a dress for a party, like, and you yeah, need it two days. two days and you don't have to leave your house. Mm-hmm. I mean, it really caused me to be like, wow, I'm so grateful for a, just a job where I can have money to afford these things. Yeah. Um, I don't, I didn't have to have some go, go like pick cotton and, and make my own yarn and, and thread and didn't have yeah. to sew any garments myself. You know, I'm, I can buy it new right off the rack and that is a, that is a gift. Yeah. And you know, also with so many things that we don't even, we don't even need. And it really brought that to the line. I'm like, wow, I feel my, my house with excess. I know. And I don't say that necessarily as a, as a negative thing, but like we are so blessed. We are. And I think that consumerism and like, have you, okay. Going along those lines, Mm -hmm. have you seen, and I know you're not on TikTok, but on reels, like the whole de-influencing, like, okay. I don't want to call it a trend. I've heard of it. Idea. Is this now, correct me if I'm wrong. I heard about it, but I didn't, I, I take that back. I saw an article about it, but I hadn't seen any videos that really demonstrated it. Is de-influencing like telling somebody about your favorite product or not telling them about your favorite product? De-influencing basically is like, so, okay, let's talk about what influencing is. So there's this like new culture that's mm-hmm. emerged in like the past three years where like so many stores and items and brands are mass producing things yeah. because basically it's like social media popularity, uh-huh. which I think is really cool. Like, yeah. Oh, she has this particular body spray. Like I need to buy that too. She thinks that it smells so good and it, the, you know, it's basically uh-huh. just like really great word of mouth marketing, For but sure. it has led to like the overconsumption, especially like, with linking Amazon and, mm. and things like this. Like, it's so easy for us to just be like, oh, my gosh, yes, I love that makeup bag, too. Like, I'm going to go buy that right now. Right. And it really has led to this, like, psychological idea that I need more or I need it to be aesthetic or I need it to match or mm. I need it to be this brand or it's not. Yeah. It's not it. Mm-hmm. And so de-influencing is basically saying, like, hey, Instead of buying this new bronzer that looks like it's going to be really awesome, do you already have bronzer at your house yeah. like, that you need to use first before you go buy a new bronzer? Like, it's basically just being more, like, conscious of your consumerism. And I wouldn't even go as far to say it's, like, minimalist where, like, you yeah. don't need to buy so many things, but it does, like, touch on that. 
a little bit. I really bit. like that. I do too. I'm like, like I haven't seen it so many, I haven't seen any examples of it, but like, I think that's great. Yeah. And, and there's this girl that even, she used to kind of fall into the pattern of buying every single thing that somebody mm. had promoted. Mm-hmm. And it's important to remember too, like some people are paid, like it's sponsored posts to, to do those things, but she's reviewing everything that she's ever bought from an influencer and saying like, Hey, this is really worth buying, but like, don't buy if you don't need it or this, like, I just kind of fell into the popularity scheme of it. So, um, and I would say a lot of it too, is just like the overconsumption. Like I saw a girl the other day and there, there's nothing wrong with this per se. If, If you have the money to do it and you need these things, but like she had like 25, 30 Stanley cups, like all on her shelf. Wow. And all the different colors. And I'm like, I'll, Girl, I love to collect things. Like, I I love, like, I used to collect salt and pepper shakers, which is so, like, dorky. But I just really love to collect. Like, I didn't you need really cute 50 <laughs> salt and pepper shakers. Yeah. But, like, it, it just goes into, like, mass consumerism. Mm-hmm. And maybe we should deconstruct that a little bit. I think that's... Didn't I need think, to get into that. No, no. I think it's a good thing to... I mean, one... Again, we're very grateful for what we have, but are we being good stewards yeah, of our money? Yeah. Like, I mean, and we this is not an effort to get into like tithes and offerings and everything else, but it's thinking of, okay, what could I actually what could I do with this? Yeah. You know, like if it isn't I'm like, let's just take a Stanley Cup. I'm like, if you had legit, you know, ten Stanley Cups, do you really need ten Stanley Cups? Yeah. I'm like, what could you have done with forty dollars? Times ten. Yeah, times ten. I mean like or even times nine, you got one, you know? Yeah. Like, could you, could, could you have donated it? Could you have given it? Could you have put it towards something else? Put it towards retirement? Yeah. Like, I mean, so many things. I think it's, I think it's the act of thinking about the later and not just what's, what's right in front of us. And I think that might even be a challenge for the next generation too. Well, and I think that that's something really cool that when you told me you were doing that for Lent, I'm like, that's something that I feel like I need too. I did not choose that for Lent. But um, to kind of get my mind right on, I don't have to have the instant satisfaction all the time of getting something. It's tough. All the time. Like yeah. the buy it now on Amazon. Like, Ooh. like it, it's just like, I, I really have spoiled myself, honestly. Don't feel bad. We're all, we're all there. I'm like, it's a privilege. It, it, it is a privilege. I'm like the grip that Amazon prime has on me, but I, I will say the only things that I, that during Lent, um, I did purchase things for work, but that was like, that was the I only thing. You're going to be okay. I think so too. But it was, I will say it was still <laughs> a challenge and I think it, it'll just be more of a conscious practice now of thinking about, okay, I know you really want this, but like, do you really need it right now? Is this, yeah. a, is this, I'm like, is it really a need? Yeah. Is it just a want? And I'm like, how often do we just like give ourselves everything that we want? Yeah. That's good. You Some know. good self-discipline. That um, it's, it's good to, to bring it back. I will be honest, like after graduating from, from school, it's not that self-discipline has gone out the window, but it's a different kind of self-discipline. Yeah. It, yeah. It's different. Yes. And I'm like that mindset of like, if I ever go back to school, I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm like, it's all going to have to change. Yeah. Because how, I'm it's like, oh, there's no consequence if I'm not disciplined on a lot of things now. Yeah. But there are, there's a lot of consequences whenever you're in school. Yeah. And so it's been six years. Oh my gosh. Since that ha- that has happened. But it's just, it's wild to think about how we can incorporate, you know, self-discipline back into our lives a little bit more through some of these practices. 
Yeah, and uh, that kind of leads me to, of course it wouldn't be a Chosen Girl episode if the train didn't go by, which y'all probably can't hear with these mics, but, <laughs> you know. Business is booming That's here right. in Middle Tennessee. The trains are doing their thing. Bustling metropolis. Yeah, the metropolis, the big city. <laughs> um, no, so self-discipline was a huge factor in mine because I have such a tendency to comfort scroll. Mm. And, like, that sounds like the most shallow thing, but, like, Mm-mm. people in our generation know, like, it's just something, like, I would prefer scrolling than watching television or any, it's like my comfort activity. Yeah. And so I chose to um, start having a more disciplined, quiet time in the morning. Yeah. And that naturally cut out a lot of scrolling time. Mm-hmm. And so uh, that has really been a huge grounding thing for me yeah um and i'll tell you with my job with poppies easter i i know when it's coming i know the day because that's one of our biggest Mm -hmm. like marketing times of the year so i knew that the countdown for easter was on because we were doing it for poppies and and i was having to order and Mm -hmm. you know send out emails and texts and stuff like that um so i was actually really expectant and excited and anticipatory of Easter. Mm-hmm. And I was so excited to have company over at my house. I was having like 15 people over and I set my table and it looks play. really cute. Thank y'all. You. Thank so you. Cute. I, I love doing that. But when actual Easter got there, this is not me complaining, but to any of the mamas out there that know that the full moon be doing something to your children. Mm-hmm. The boys woke up and chose violence Easter morning. And I don't know if it was all the sugar from the candy. I don't know what it was. But it made it really um, it made it really hard for me mentally to adjust my expectations mm-hmm. of the day. And uh, they had a really great day. Yeah. They had a great Easter. I'll, I'll be honest. Mama did not have a great Easter. <laughs> it was just, and Liz is already, you know, I've already cried to her about it. Like, I was just really disappointed. Yeah. You know, they were just, just hopped up and. You know how toddlers are when they're all hopped up. They're mm-hmm. hurting each other. and I mean, it was just me constantly referring like all day. Like little Tasmanian devils just exactly. like out there. And they had such a great day, and I'm so thankful. But I was very, um, my expectation versus reality were like two completely different things. Mm-hmm. And I enjoyed a lot of parts of it. Our church did an amazing job with the service. Okay. and I'm glad I got to see a lot of people very briefly yeah. because I was referring them. But... Um, <laughs> And, and I'm really glad that the boys had a great Easter. But I'll tell y'all, like, it's it's kind of, I'm thinking as we're talking about this, talking about how your expectation with, like, kind of being blindsided by, like, oh, Easter is here. Like, mm-hmm. I didn't feel like it was Easter. Yeah. I didn't feel like it was Easter either in a very different way. Yeah. So I, I feel like if you're a mom out there or if, if you're not a mom and maybe, maybe you fought with your husband yesterday, maybe you... Um, had to see family you didn't want to see. Maybe um, maybe you just left your church and are looking for a new church and really didn't enjoy the church that you went to. Like whatever mm-hmm. disappointment came with yesterday, um, I've been really trying to like point out the things that mattered to me yesterday. Mm-hmm. Like our worship service was just incredible. And so that's like the memory that I'm trying to cling on to from mm-hmm. yesterday and seeing the boys have such a great time oh, when yeah. they weren't trying to like, you know, pulverize each other. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> so I'm curious. Yeah. In this, in, and this is partially like more so related to the parenting side. Yeah. In, in diving into your quiet time in the last see in the last few months. Yeah. 
also, you know, being in this season of parenting as well. Yeah. How has that changed your perception of how God sees us? That is a really great question, and it's something that I've actually been thinking about. So, first of all, having that quiet time in the morning, and, and I don't know if, if any moms are listening, or even if you're not a mom and you're, you've got a chaotic job or you're a teacher mm-hmm. or there's some kind of chaos in your life, finding that time, and I have had to wake up about 30 minutes earlier mm-hmm. than I usually do um, to be by myself in the word and with my prayer journal, I have found that if I miss that, the mental state is not good. I'm very dependent on that time now. Yeah. And I'm not only doing that for God, but I'm doing that for me. Yeah. And people may think that's selfish, but I'm like, Mm -mm. that's for my me and God relationship. And that's for my me mental health too. So, Oh yeah. That's for you and every relationship at that point. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. Because that definitely bleeds on to, the people that I live with. Yeah. It like, you know, it, you say like, if mama ain't happy, nobody's happy. Like mm-hmm. females have the incredible ability to set the tone of a room at a home. Mm-hmm. Incredible ability. Oh yeah. And that's not anything like sexist that I'm saying. I'm saying that that's a gift that God has given us that your personality and your like <sighs> aura almost mm-hmm. that you give off can really set the tone for those around you. Mm-hmm. And I think that females have been given that amazing gift. Um, and so how that's kind of translated into parenting and how God sees me. And this sounds like, I, I'm just going to give a disclaimer for those of you who, for some reason, don't know my heart by now. Like Hunter and I just recap, we're in this adoption process. Mm-hmm. Nothing is final yet. So we're considering, we're. it's kind of like we're fostering these boys now, but but I love them and, and they are a part of my family. Of course, not in the official capacity, but I mean, it's almost been five, this week will be five months. Oh my gosh. Which is unbelievable. But they are also toddlers and they're also probably extremely confused. Like this is all a huge change for them. Mm -hmm. And they literally don't have the mental capacity. Like their brain has not developed enough to process emotion. Yeah. And that's not a slur. That's we were all there Mm -hmm. when we were, True. When we were toddlers. They're going through it. Exactly. Which is, hence, the toddler tantrums. Right. So, with that, you know, we're having to do all this legal stuff. We're having to do paperwork, like, and then we're learning how to be parents, too. And it's it's difficult to be juggling both things. To right. be juggling not two, two little boys who don't know how to process emotion. Mm-hmm. But then also us trying to parent them in wisdom and then all this legal stuff, too. So it feels kind of like we've got, like, three different juggling yeah. balls that are all on fire. Oh, yeah. And so with that, I'm, I'm bringing this around, I promise. With that, I think of, and, and this is in no way me comparing myself to Jesus because there's no comparison ever. But I'm like... This is hard for me to constantly serve and give of myself. Mm-hmm. And uh, like on every spectrum, I'm giving myself. And I'm still having to deal with, you know, the the influx of emotion that's happening yeah. with two little toddlers. And I'm like, I think of that verse where God was like, while you were still sinners, I died for you. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, what I'm doing right here doesn't even pale in comparison 
to what God did for us. Yeah. So if you think I'm like comparing myself to Jesus right now, quite the contrary. Yeah. Like he has so much love that when we were his enemy, yeah, he still sacrificed himself for us. And I think about that a lot. Yeah. I think about that a lot. And obviously these boys are not my enemy. Like, like, please stay with me here, people. Like, that's not what I'm saying. No, but like, I'm like, man, you know, I feel like I'm kind of swimming up, uh, up, upstream sometimes or running against the wind sometimes. But I'm like, that doesn't even compare Mm -hmm. to the love that God has for us. Yeah. Like to the links that he went through Mm -hmm. to make us right with him. Wow. That's what I think about girl. I'm like, that's, that's the Easter message right there. Yeah. It's, it's hard. And I'm like, I mean, I, y'all know, I don't have any kids, but I've got lots of nieces and nephews and things. Yes, you do. You're a godmother to many. It is a joy. It is a true joy. Yes. But watch, watching these kids and I'm like, my goodness, I'm like, why, why, why are you, why are you being destructive right now? How many times (laughs) have I thought that? I'm like, what are you doing? I'm like, what made you think that this was okay? But the number of times I ask myself that question when when being with these kids and I'm like, how many times has has God just been like, why are you doing this? And we, our brains are developed. Like we are adults. Yes. They have reached their full capacity as what God intended for them to be. And I'm sure he still says the same things to us that we say to, to small toddlers. Yeah. Like the human condition is really like tragic. Yeah. Like, we are such sinful creatures. Like we, we suck. Like we are horrible. And the fact that God still did what he did. He I'm like, why'd us. you do that? Love. I know, literally, that's the only explanation. Mm-hmm. And, and again, I love the boys and they have such awesome moments, but you know, they're toddlers. It's nothing personal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they just mm-hmm. got taller teens happening. <laughs> True. And I was a toddler once too. My mom said I would only wear pink or purple. Like that had to have been really difficult. That's so on brand and I love it. It really is. I haven't changed no. me wearing pink pants today yet. <laughs> so I'm a fan. Thanks, girl. So I know that um, just to, so both, both of our experiences um, with Lind, thinking about going forward for the rest of the year. It's yeah. like we don't really have another big like a big event that is, you know, traditionally celebrated within the Christian faith until Christmas. Right. We've had two right back to back within the same six months. So like, how are you like putting either practices forward or thought processes or putting structures or whatever in place community to keep your heart right going into the next like season, a physical season of the year. Um, and I want to ask you the same thing. Um, I'm going to continue doing what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Scrolling is not bad in moderation, and I do still scroll. So don't y'all think that I'm, like, all holy or anything? But, like, having that alone time, mm-hmm. I've na- like, I'm dependent on it now, mm-hmm. and I know what I'm like without it. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to forsake that. Another thing that I want to do more often is take communion. Love that. Like, just... Even simple at my home. Yeah. Um, just maybe putting myself in a physical place to be more respectful and reverent. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. What yeah. about you? Same with the with the quiet time, which has been really good. Started a new Bible study, which I'm really enjoying. And so, of course, like just over the last year, have really come to like yearn for that time. Yeah. And so making sure I'm continuing to make it a priority and also taking away some of the expectation of like, it's okay if you skip a day, like 
it yeah. it happens, but still, may, it's a it doesn't require perfection yes. to come to Jesus. But also, incorporating more worship music into the everyday. There you go. And yes. so, the last few weeks have like I've started playing like some worship music in the morning, so I'm getting ready, and it just helps me put my my head in the right space. Yes. And some days it's at night if I'm you know when I'm getting ready for bed, but. I've just noticed it it does something good for my heart to no one's surprise. And so incorporating that through, you know, helps me get in the right space along with spending time in the word. Yes. Also leaning on community. Like it's so important. I know we've talked about that several times and we are so blessed to have an amazing community of people around us. But I encourage you, if you, if you don't have a community of people that are also believers that are there to celebrate with you, to mourn with you, to, to call you out when you're wrong and lift you up when, you know, I pray for it. Ask the Lord. He wants that for you. We weren't meant to do life by ourselves. Yes. Jesus didn't even do life by himself. He had him and his 12 best friends. So like, I, I, I strongly encourage you to pray for that, to find a community, yeah. to find, you know, find a church somewhere to get plugged in because that's, that's one of the, the, I think one of the greatest tools in our toolbox is that community. And as we walk through this life yes, along like other things, of course, like prayer and being in the word and, you know, we know those things, but yes, sometimes I almost feel like it's a little, it can be underrated how important it is to have great people in your life that are speaking God's truth into your life also. And you know what community, like when I think about like even yesterday, you know, we were following up with, or Sunday and yesterday, we were following up with each other. Like, how's your Easter? I'm like, you know what? It's been good, but it's been a really hard day. Mm -hmm. Like, let me tell you about it. And there's never like this judgment zone that like, it's like, man, I wish Sarah would stop complaining. Like, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And, And I'm not saying these things that I said to you, to everybody, like, hey, I'm really struggling with this today. Like, yeah, I'm struggling to have patience with this or, you know, I really wish that that this wouldn't have happened today or, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. But what that community helps me with is to not have like harbored up anger or bitterness in my heart. So true. It helps me get my heart right Mm -hmm. on like, Hey, today was a hard day, but that doesn't mean you have a hard life. Like it was just a hard day Mm -hmm. and we're going to, we're going to try again tomorrow. We're going to get better. Mm -hmm. You can acknowledge it for what it is. You don't have to say like, Oh, it wasn't, you know, the community is not the people who say, Oh, it wasn't that bad. Yeah. Oh, you're overreacting. Community is people that sit with you and say, Mm -hmm. I am so sorry. Mm -hmm. That sucks. Yeah. What can you said? How can I pray for you? What can I do for you? That's what we're supposed to do. And then it's like, it's like that weight was just a little bit lighter. Yeah. So thank you for that. Girl, you're so welcome. Yeah. I'm like, it's, it's a, the thing is it's friendship is such a gift. Yes. I'm like, we shouldn't take it for granted. And so I think it's also important as, as being a part of the body of Christ that we take that on as like, as a part of our, our, our duty in a way that we can honor God. Yeah. And whether that's an old friend or a new friend, sometimes just simply reaching out and saying, Hey, is a is just it's so kind for that person, but you never know what you'll get back in in return. Yeah, and I think reminding ourselves of the gift of community and what it is and how God cares so much of, about who we are that He's placed the right people in our lives at just the right time. Yeah, and it is God honoring when we when we thank Him for that and we invest back in those people that He's put in our lives, whether they're there for for a lifetime or for a season. So good. So yeah, that's that's kind of where my heart's at for. Looking forward to the rest of the year. Same. It's so good. I'm just excited. I know I 
spring too. Spring just does something special. Oh, it's just a renewal of everything. Yes. Flowers are blooming. The weather is beautiful. The ba- the birds the are building their nests. Yes. I mean, I got out in my yard and I pulled some weeds and stuff yesterday. And I was like, man, this is a great day. Girl, yes. I sat on the porch yesterday with a uh, vanilla Coke Zero. Oh, I had me one too. Girl. It was in the middle of the day. I was like, I got to stop by Sonic. I, yes. I need it. Yes. So I was like, I'm going to treat myself. Sonic is where it's at. I mm-hmm. went to Sonic twice yesterday. I was so happy. It's a good feeling. For the, for the sunshine. It's yes. nostalgic. I mean, it takes me back to like being in high school and that that was the hangout spot. It was. But it, there's something, I, I'm just so appreciating this weather that we've got. Same. But we'll see you guys back here next yeah. week for um, Linus Rising. Get ready. It's Chosen so good. Girl Book Club. That's right. Round three. Holla. Yes. We'll see y'all later. Bye. That's it for today, fam. Thank you so much for listening and make sure to rate and subscribe. And don't forget to visit us on Instagram at Chosen Girl Movement or on our website to see our merch and free resources. And meet us back here next Tuesday.